Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm Andrew Schlecht. We've already recorded our Friday podcast. Some of you may have already listened to it, but since then, there was a story put out by uh, Royce Young and Adrian Wojnarowski about Carmelo Anthony. And so we had we've talked about this a lot. So this is not like a new subject. There's nothing new about this. It's just that it's official. Carmelo Anthony wants out. We talked about it earlier this week that I just would be really surprised if he's back and he's not going to be. And so now the Thunder have some options and it could be that they trade him. Uh, Some options would be to trade him to a team like Atlanta who could give you back Kent Bazemore and then you could not have quite as much money on your books and Atlanta could absorb the rest of his deal and buy him out and then he could go play for the Rockets who somehow they still have interest, which is it's a little baffling to me. Maybe they think they can just do, do it better. Like you can be better with them and maybe can be, I don't know. Uh, but everything that I saw just is like, he's Ryan Anderson, except for he likes to post up and call for the ball and yells the F word when people pour water on him. You know, I mean, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know how much better than Ryan Anderson he's going to be. And he wants to play and he wants to start and he wants to play big minutes. And if you're trying to win a title, uh, he seems to be something more of a roadblock than he is uh, helping you get there. Maybe that changes in a different system, different coach. I don't know. He's, he's already played for Mike D'Antoni. Didn't go real well the first time. I don't know. I don't completely get it. But they like him. L.A., I think it's it's a fine fit with their cast of strange people, but he'd be an expiring contract. He'd be cheaper. A cheaper Carmelo Anthony is a good deal. 27 million, not a good deal. So the Thunder were never going to get like good value out of Carmelo. So I think they would like to make a trade. If they can't make a trade, then they will uh, explore a buyout and then possibly stretching that out to save over a hundred million dollars this season. I think Woj, put out there 107 million dollars it's a lot of dollars to save so what's going to happen i don't know i still feel like the thunder would like to get an asset and we talk about miami miami is the one that i just think Melo would accept that trade and he'd probably stay there and the thunder could get some assets from them the thunder would have to take back some contracts that aren't favorable but guys that could play which makes it good but It'll just be interesting to see what happens going forward. Sacramento is also a team that could absorb the contract as well. When you're talking about just outright absorbing it, I think Atlanta, Sacramento, Chicago could make that happen. Then you're talking about attaching an asset. And so I think the most favorable trade, it would involve getting a player that's on a longer contract back that the team doesn't want. And so you're using Mello as a vehicle to to get away from Kim Bazemore's money. Uh, I've had people text me and tweet me about Ryan Anderson. Uh, the Thunder would be stupid to do such a deal. Um, so I, I don't envision a trade with the Rockets or even with the Lakers because then they'd be like, hey, Luol Deng, Luol, no, no, there's no way the Thunder touching Luol Deng's contract. So those won't be options. I think those are buyout if he's bought out, he will go there kind of destination. So something to watch for. Certainly, uh, thunder off season is always interesting and will continue to be. So, uh, so listen to the rest of the podcast. I thought that I would put this at the beginning, just so you guys know the rest of the show does not have the context of the mellow news. It came out after the show. So 
listen to our podcast. It's fun. We mostly talk about Melo as if he's an asset and as if he's not going to be on the team. We talk about the possibility of him still being here, but can ignore that. Still lots of relevant information. Hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys again later on. We'll discuss Summer League, more Mellow stuff. It's going to be great. Thanks for sticking with us. Miffed and peeved. That's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. I'm still It's a real one. It's a real one. I don't use it. Let it Down to dunk. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning and welcome Ew. to episode <laughs> five, four, nine. Wow, so much of down two. Dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media, dailythunder.com, dash radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I am Luke! Joined this morning by Andrew Bambrew. Taylor. Nah, oh, I'm still alive. Oh, Bambrew. And Jay. It's Jay! <laughs> Still not ready for that. What is that song? Uh, Alive by Pearl Jam. Yeah, come on. You were a huge Pearl Jam head. Oh, you're a Pearl Man. You're a Jam Man. You're, you're a Pearl Jam Man. Yeah, you love Pearl Jam. Pearl Man, Jam Man. Yeah, nah, not that album though. Ten? Really? Was I that the? This, didn't that the only album they did? Yeah. Was yeah, that the one? Wasn't that the uh, one with the uh, guy? I know they had other ones. Overrated. The, the, oh yeah. Overrated. That shooting. Timothy. Timothy. I've never heard a hotter take in my life yes. then 10 that's is over best album it's that's bull crap uh I, okay okay jeremy in I, that, I, jeremy's book it's got it's black it's horrible got, it's got even, even flow. flow yeah that's actually a pretty good one okay hey guys, so we haven't talked as a group of humans since yet what? since paul george decided that he was going to stay in oklahoma city Ooh. for three years plus one year if he chose to yeah so can you what did Woj posted something about like after two years he can renegotiate or something for a billion years? Yeah, so uh, it sets him up. <laughs> it sets him up to, to for an extension after two years if he would so choose to. And so he's he just giving himself a lot of options. Okay. Mm. It's, it's, good. it's good to have options, guys. Which, great, which but it's, it means that he just wants to be here. Is all that it means. Hey guys, you know awesome. what else it means? You know who came to the podcast first with because he resigned at that party, Russell Westbrook's party. You know who came to yeah. the pod and was like, "Guys, I think this might happen." Me, <laughs> I am plugged in to the underground, Thunder Underground. People know, people know that I have a great person to give their information to, and they gave it, and it felt good. You're right. <laughs> it actually this is, is weird. weird. <laughs> we got our first text message about this party from Luke Stevens. Boom! That's me, the L man. And he was he was right. He actually yeah. Yeah. first one we heard talk about it. And, and so uh, now I've through. got newfound respect around this table. Everyone's looking at me like, oh, no, he knows. Well, what he's not really, because um, everybody around me was texting me about it later. But you were I first. Was first, cool job though. Yeah. Guess what? Who was the second person to do that? Uh, the first loser. 
boom. Anyways, like we we found out that it was for sure gonna happen at around like three o'clock that mm-hmm. on Saturday. Luke and told us. I'm like freaking out the rest of the day because there's still a part of me that believes that like doesn't believe it. Like he's not. Is he really gonna do this today? Right tonight, he's not going to talk to anybody else. He's not going to talk to the Lakers. He's not going to talk to anybody else. That was weird. It was weird. I still, I'm still blown away that he decided not to take any meetings because this was his first real free agency. Yeah, but there's part of it I wonder for the Thunder. I mean, it feels like this was something that, like, was it even? It doesn't feel like it was even a question from the franchise or from Paul George, like. Did they decide this at exit interviews? Like, all right, let's sit down and have this conversation. Paul, we're going to offer you whatever you want, so you dictate the contract. It sure and, seems like uh, it. Just the way that they talked. And Paul said, all right, I'm in. The way he, that Paul talked. the way checked all the boxes. The way that Sam Presti talked. It's the most, I mean, it's the, it's the hardest part about all of this, is if you actually just listen to what the organization was talking about, what Paul George was talking about, like, you knew that this was headed where it was headed. Yeah. But we've had such a... I mean, just one really history of that biting us to where we mm-hmm. didn't actually like what was said was not did not match reality. Even though you know, in hindsight, you can see some things. I was like, oh, okay, well, that kind of right. a little more. Well, that's sketchy. why I predicted he'd stay. I was like, I don't have any information that says that he's not going to. Well, that's why. I mean, I said right at, after the season ended, I still felt like it's probably eighty five percent that he was coming back. But there's still that fifteen percent that has Thunder fans just in a full blown panic. And so I've already talked a lot about the free agency because i jumped on with andrew and mm-hmm. mikey and uh or michele and alex and uh so what do you think taylor what what were your thoughts whenever you saw that whole thing go down my thoughts were andrew told me and i was at west elm and i started talking about it out loud at west elm hey that's a great place to be <laughs> home furniture What's your thoughts on what what happened when he resigned so yep. do you, is it one of those things where you just started talking to people and you wish that people match your excitement no, I wasn't talking to people. But anyway, uh, so play by play it for me. Yeah, what happened for you that day? We don't know. Did you pee a little? Peed my pants a little bit. <laughs> so you're. I was working. I was working at West Elm. I was doing my ceramic stuff at West Elm. I forgot you did that. And then Andrew called me at three, and then I answered. I'm like, hey, you need to get ready because we might be doing a podcast tonight. And then I said, oh, mama, there goes that man. And then Paul George was going to resign. And then we were going to do a podcast. And then I forgot we were going to do a podcast and went into a movie theater. <laughs> and then texted Andrew said, hey, I can't hey, do what, a podcast what tonight. Movie? I forgot. Was it worth it? What Dress movie? Part 2, no, it wasn't worth it. We both fell asleep during it. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. <laughs> no. Dress was... Part 2 is not that great. Dinos? Dinos are great. I love. It was entertaining, but no, you don't like you don't have a big B D Wong guy. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I don't know if he's in this one or not. <laughs> okay, we'll see. I just love B D Wong. B D Wong. Hey guys, you know what I felt like when I heard about it? Scared money don't make none, and I felt good. So we made a shirt about it, and today is our <laughs> last day to buy those shirts. Dudes, is it really the last day? Today's the yeah. last day. Sorry. Today's, the, today's we'll take, cut off. We'll take them through Sunday, actually, because we'll make the order on Monday morning. That's not what so I heard. If you haven't had a chance to look at the graphic, yeah. and this is—I know there are people that didn't like the color choices. Like we wanted to get a shirt out that we felt like was quality, and I, we got hooked up. We got a good guy hooked up. Brandon Land. Brandon good guy. Land. Yeah. Anyway, he put I some, hollered at him. I, I was like, "Hey, man, can you make this for me, dude? Quickly." 
And and for graphic designers, that is like a nightmare. That's a no-no. So, Brandon, number one is thank you like we it's literally great. can't say anything more than that um we could but we could we say could. more thank you we love you uh what else do you want um but the other you thing got four big wet kisses in oklahoma with your name on it so we're gonna take orders <laughs> over the rest of the weekend we'll order a monday we'll try to get them shipped out as soon as they get produced uh, mm, taylor good. tell us where we can get them you can go to our Twitter, and it's in our bio. It's a big cartel. Or you can put it in your phone. It's downtodunk.bigcartel.com. But just go to our Twitter, and you'll find links, and it's easier that way. Yeah. Um, also, the Paul George Chicken Fried Rice shirt, in celebration of Paul George re-signing, we re-released that shirt. And it's available if you missed it the first time around, and some people are buying it, guys. So yeah. check that out. Go do it. Buy the shirt. It's awesome. It's the coolest design out there, and uh, I think you'll love it. It's yeah. definitely the best of the, like, people trying to make shirts off this. This is easily the best. Graphic. Yeah, because they don't have the, the hookup of great people to help them. Hey, like we Drew, do. can I just, going back to the podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally... We had the biggest free agent moment in the history of the Thunder outside of Russell Westbrook, technically, I guess. Yeah, but he he was still under contract, and it wasn't... Yeah, it was big. The Russell stuff was really big, because this wouldn't happen to me without it. I threw that... Threw that to Taylor. Yeah. And all I heard was about was West Elm and Mm -hmm. Jurassic Park 2. Yeah, I know. How did you feel about the fact that Paul George chose to stay in Oklahoma for... Well, Luke, I already knew about that. Luke told me a week before. (laughs) Yeah. Boom. You know how I felt that night, though? Scared. Don't don't, don't mute. I'm about to mute both of you because you guys are just destroying. Just trying to get you to... You know how I felt? Good. Good. It felt good. It did feel good. Wow, you guys are the worst. Uh, Did you not feel good? (laughs) I feel good. I feel good. I was talking. Uh, okay, so I have in talking with people, and they're like, "What do you think about the Paul George stuff? Can we actually be good next year? Can we be a contender?" The, I think the answer is yes. I mean, I think right now um, we have like a ten-man squad that you're pretty comfortable with, right? Even with the bench, and if you have Paul George out there, if Melo's gone. Uh, with Andre Robertson, we've talked about this a bunch, but when those guys, when the starters are healthy, they're one of the best starting squads in the league. They were top three plus minus over like a two month span last year, right? Somewhere very close to that. And so, uh, Paul George resigning just gives you, you can now be a contender for the remainder, remaining yeah. like uh, length of his contract. And that's incredible. Yeah. Cause like, I'm, this week, like looking at what the Lakers are doing with like LeBron, just these pieces that don't really make sense. Mm-hmm. And our team makes so much more sense since having since like Paul George has resigned just with like the few moves that we've made. It feels a lot better and that we're in a really good place. Yeah. And we don't have to have the same worry, you know, next summer. We get to next summer we get to be like, Hey, guess what? Paul George, Russell Westbrook, still on the team next year. And we, we've had like so many summers like oh what are we gonna do uh, we're gonna be terrible next year like are these people coming back like who are we gonna bring in and we don't have to worry about that and, and that's I, good i mentioned this the night of the the whole i guess it was saturday night right mm-hmm. saturday night i mentioned this is i think just that alone 
the release of pressure <laughs> from this team is is going to be one of the things that provides them f- at least five to ten more wins. Like I really do feel like yeah, that alone will get them there. Yeah. Without a doubt. I think that's for that goes for everybody on the team. Not just for Paul yeah. or Russell. It, I think and I also just don't think that they're going to have the same start. They're not going to start 8 and 12 no. like they did because they know how to play together now. Yeah. I'll just I'll go ahead and say it, 20 and 0 probably to start <laughs> instead. <laughs> but what but what does make everything pretty difficult is that there's one really bad team in the Western Conference. Is he hate? And that's really it. Oh yeah. And I, that is going like the Western Conference got a lot better. Yeah. The Lakers are not a gimme game anymore. Uh, they weren't though this year because the Thunder lost. They were one and two against them. <laughs> That's true <laughs> because they didn't play against them. I think the difference is I, I. I think the Lakers are not a gimme game. I still think the Thunder are probably. I wouldn't say quite a bit. I still think they're better than the Lakers. Well, we just don't know. Now we just true. have to. Now we there, just have these rosters on the court. Neither rosters are finished. I don't think that the Thunder are done, and I don't think the Lakers are done. I think. Th- Go ahead. I don't know. I just think part part of me thinks that the Lakers have just kind of like even LeBron is probably in on this conversation. Obviously, is like, hey, this year we're just going to go out there, let guys get a little bit better, sign a bunch of one year contracts, and really go at it next summer because next year is the year of like a thousand free agents, which is. The cool thing and hard thing about that for the Thunder is the Thunder won't be in a cap situation unless something changes. Yeah. But they will not be in a situation to be a player in next year's market, which is really fine because I don't want the stress of another free agent summer like we've had this last year and mm. the year before. And uh, Anyway, so, but I think that's, it feels like that's where the Lakers are headed. Now, they may just be positioning to make a move for Kawhi, which would be the only thing that really impacts or transforms their roster to make me think much differently, unless they are. I heard the rumor again that Kevin Love is possibly going to L.A., but that doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, it, like, that was one of the rumors, and I can't remember who it was through. Yeah, I hadn't seen that. But it was like one of the possible destinations for Kevin Love is back to L.A., which is where he's from. And yeah, anyway, I, I don't know how they'll do that. We'll but, see about that. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kawhi could still definitely happen. Right now, like, the Spurs' demands are insane, but... It could very well change over the course of the season. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what that Lakers situation feels like is if the Kawhi thing happens, great, we're ready. Like we have some trade chips, we can make this happen. If not, I think Jay's right. Like, let's just get these one year deals, a bunch of money will expire next year, and then Kevin Durant might not be in the West next year. Or you have the or you have the expiring deals to make a trade right exactly you could do that to make a trade if not i don't think lebron expects a ton out of this season anyway I, yeah i just unless the spurs get desperate what would be the point you yeah. cobble up enough money to trade for Kawhi leonard and pal gasol oh pal back to the lakers yes i He's coming and home. It all expires. <laughs> what is san antonio are they just trying to get rid of cap space at that point like their picks are the Lakers picks aren't exciting. Like you would have to be going after their. Yeah, you get young guys, but you also have enough money to trade that to so offload Pau Gasol or offload a contract mm. they don't want. I mean, that's so that's they the could purpose send of Pau back and maybe swallow. I mean, any chance they would take Ding, or are they just going to stretch? They're going to have to do, find something else to do with the Wall Dang. Yeah, if you're the Spurs, you're going to take back the Wall Dang in that trade. There's just no I way. I think that's the most probably the most frustrating thing about the Lakers thing for me. Number one is. That, I was a Lakers fan in the early 2000s, and uh, I've followed them at least loosely for the last 10 years since the Thunder have been here. They have not always been this insufferable. 
What happened? Is it just because they were so mediocre for five years that they've just become? They have been. It's just that you did, your team was when the Lakers were good. Like we had this up and coming team. Like we weren't competing with them. And also, as the and years go on, the, the internet gets louder. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you realize everybody has a platform. If we would have started a podcast in the early early two thousands, we'd be a Lakers podcast. We probably would be. We would for been. sure. We'd also be one of the first. We'd also ever. have invented podcasts. <laughs> I know. It'd be awesome. Uh, but but I, the Paul George stuff is it is amazing to look back on it. Just that he chose Oklahoma City. That he chose not to have a meeting with anybody else. That he chose Russell over LeBron. That he chose Oklahoma City over LA. That he chose this ownership group over uh, the Lakers. That he chose the management of Sam Presti over Magic Johnson. Like those people just didn't think that those things would happen. I mean, well, everybody, what, everybody thought. He didn't think they would happen. He said, I was, I wanted to go to LA and then I got traded here and now I, now it yeah. changed everything. Yeah, but yeah. that's what, so that's why, that's where I was headed in my first conversation about the insufferable, uh, Lakers fans. I think the, for me, it's a frustrating reality that they have managed themselves so poorly over the last seven years. Up until Magic. Yeah, but they got haven't, there. they weren't, I mean, what is what has Magic and Palinka done that has really made they've you positioned themselves to, to have do this, a ton of to do this cap space and they have a lot of good young players. But part of that is also I I, I do believe some of that is intentional, but some of it's because they just missed out on guys. People don't, didn't want to play there because it was dysfunctional. Yeah, yeah. It was young. They've, they've drafted pretty well though, Kuzma for sure. And which you know who knows? Even I think, the D'Angelo Russell like that pick wasn't a bad pick. But they also signed Mozgov in sixteen. Wasn't that him or was that still no no Kupchak? no that was. That was the old regime. Yeah. Okay. Because that was so, really the that and Lou all day. Yeah. So. I mean, those uh, that was awful. If, if it was still the same, I mean, LeBron would be there, and yeah. they probably wouldn't have the cap space they do today. I mean, they've been planning for this. Like they, they yeah. they're well run now. Like Genie Bus is there. Jim Bus is gone. Like it's just, it's, it's a very better. it's very different. Uh, so I guess that that does make me feel a little bit not as frustrated. I mean, if you if you're going to feel frustrated about anything, you have to feel frustrated about how like the national media has reacted to all of this. Like, oh, like, why would Paul George do this? Like, oh, this, yeah. like that, this is not over that, this is not a this is not a good move for him. What is he doing? You know, why would he stay there three years? Why would you decide to stay in Oklahoma City? Why? I mean, that over and over and over again. You know, Paul, and and also people are starting to say like, well. Paul George really isn't that good anyways. That is infuriating. I picked the perfect time to go out of town though because I have not heard a single one of those takes. Have you seen have yeah. you seen the guy on Twitter that was counting down like 100 days until Paul George is a Laker? Mm-hmm. 75 days. And then the minute he resigns to Oklahoma City, he's just like, he's trash. He sucks. He's never going to be good. Like, never going to like all this stuff. And it's like, he doesn't have that Kobe mentality. Yeah, it's like, this is someone who you've been well, so excited even, for. Even like Andrew Sharp, like, after the signing, it was like, yeah, you know, he'll probably never be an all-star again. He's not this. He, I mean, it's just like... It's frustrating. It, but if he had signed with the Lakers, they'd be talking about, well, this is this is a contending team now. Like, these guys these guys are ready to go. The, the wild thing is that Oklahoma City has, like, the culture and the management and Russell Westbrook and, like, the team that after one year, he would re-sign. Like, yeah. he, when we traded for him, it was like... This was not only not a for sure thing that he would resign. It wasn't like very likely. 
Like yeah. it was like a one year rental and that we could show them in one year. Like this is a place where you want to be for the next three to four, like in your prime is great. Yeah. Presty bet, bet on himself and the franchise and it and Russell. worked and yeah. Russ. Yeah. yeah. And it worked, and it, and that was the thing. And nobody wants to do it because there's such a media. And we have some. We have a at least one Twitter question about this. But there is a a real bias against the Thunder organization for multiple reasons. I think some of it's Russell Westbrook. I think some of it is kind of just the you know you take the hardened trade, you take Kevin Durant leaving, and I think people just assume that there's something fundamentally flawed with the franchise. I think also on top of that is probably some of the Seattle yeah. Sonics residue like that leftover kind of part of them that sure. is making it to where people just have a natural bent against especially this ownership group which is funny uh not funny i guess but it's like recognizing that the primary face of the ownership group that so many people have issues with isn't a part of the ownership group anymore not haha yeah not haha funny but yeah kind of ironically like, just think it's like pretty funny that you thought this yeah like that um, yeah. so it's it's one of those things that like there's there is a real bent against this team. I don't know if it'll really shift away until like Seattle gets a franchise, maybe. Yeah. Um, or until Russell Westbrook retires, which seems like it'll probably, probably be the first one. Yeah. And also, I just wonder when people start to recognize that for the past eight years, this has been an incredible team. Really, the past ten years, the way that they've run the team, it's been they've been very good, yeah. and they've made some mistakes. Certainly, they've made they made one massive mistake hey, have you may have you been perfect in the last 10 years huh one huge mistake and it has tainted the way that people think about the sure. franchise and this team has been in the playoffs every year since for eight years except for one and that was the crazy injury year that yep. they missed out by one game and they've just been solid and who, what other franchise would lose kevin durant you still have russell which is the reason why we're in this position today but you hang on to russell you're able to talk him into staying and then you bounce back with paul george and has now have a core of paul russell stephen adams and you still have mellow but mellow is at this point a trade chip but to do what they've done and to turn serge Ibaka and a first round pick into paul george and jeremy grant that's also something that people don't talk enough about. Like we, I don't think we could talk enough about that kind of move because that's crazy. As to what, like Serge right now, everybody's saying like he's untradeable because that contract is too big. And Sam Presti, uh, maybe Rob Hennigan had the insight and the foresight to do this, but <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. I, I think it's. I think you could make the argument that there is there has been no franchise over the last decade other than Boston. Utah is pretty good, but they're not, I don't think you've had the level of San Antonio. San Antonio, obviously um, is, is kind of the natural one to really go to as well, but there's not a whole lot of, there are not a whole lot of franchises. Golden state, obviously Miami, I think would be one you could put up there as well. Cause they've even with the shuffling pieces, they were still, I mean the thunder are in the top five, six, franchises over the last decade and that's not yeah. just pure luck like it's not just because they stumbled into the draft of kevin durant and greg Oden went one and they got second pick and i mean russell westbrook was a reach james harden nobody not everybody was super excited about that then not even to mention beyond the draft all the things they've done it's just an unfair 
thing. And so that's why I think this Paul George stuff has been kind of a vindicator for us. And yeah. here's what I'll challenge like anybody that listens to or gets frustrated by the media is you got to avoid the annoying, dumb voices, right? Like you get to choose who you listen to. There are people out there that yeah. recognize how well the Thunder are run. Brian Windhorse is one of them. He's like, great. He's really good. Woj, Woj really, really Woj appreciates the work of the Thunder. Matt Moore. Matt Moore. Uh, Zach Lowe's been a little better this summer. Zach Lowe's Lowe's been I think he's just fair across the board. Yeah, Zach Lowe is, I mean, he's the best in the game right now. Next next time you're listening to someone who's not giving us our due, just listen to Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional from the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. Vindicated! I am selfish! And then then just think, this is me right now. I swear I'm wrong. I am vindicated. I swear I knew it all along. Did you hear Antonio Daniels on Colin Coward? No. It's did he destroy Colin Coward? Yes. Yes. Antonio Daniels. It's it's worth a listen. It's out there. You can find it on uh, (laughs) AD's Twitter profile. But he. I love that Colin Coward is just like we'll just let people destroy him. Hey, I mean he's not letting them, but he's letting people on that he knows have the ability to destroy because him. he knows that that will get him more yep. listens yeah. like he's yeah. he's Calvert is really a smart smart dude even though he's a big dumb idiot he knows what he's doing oh he knows and he knows but he's it's the same thing if you say something he's better at it than bayless like he's more nuanced than bayless they're both they're both geniuses in my opinion they're both they're both incredible hey you know what is incredible anthem beer yup Drink it down, boys. Mm-hmm. It's a local Oklahoma beer sponsored to our pod, and they make delicious beers. This week, we're talking about Arjuna. But I also want to give a shout out to OK Pills. I had one last night. Guess what? It's, it's good. good. It's real good. It's Arjuna, good. Arjuna's a great summer beer. That's true. Both good, really good all year round beers. But in the summer, man, it's 100 degrees out. You come home from work, just walk into your car, to your house, you're like, ugh. Oh. Man, I'm done. I need something. It's Arjuna. It makes you feel good. <laughs> hey guys, I got some. I got some news for you that has to do with Anthem. Okay. At my wedding, guess mm-hmm. what beer's going to be there? Arjuna. Well, I don't. There's going to be Anthem beers there. Oh man! Yeah, free for your drinking, boys. And you? Wow! You're going to set. You're going to set yourself up for a lifetime of happiness and delicious beers. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, man. What You're a, welcome. What a great foundation. And our beer. unity, beer. Our unity yeah. moment is <laughs> is her pouring a golden one and me pouring an IPA in one big glass, yeah. and then we both chug it. Oh, that's so, awesome. Dear. Oh, oh is, it a, is, it a do, wow. is it a dually? Is it a dually beer bong? Oh yeah, it's a dually. Dually. That's like the sands. The some yes, people no, do sands, yeah. some, some people, people yeah. do candles, unity yeah. candles. Yeah. We're mixing a golden one and an IPA, baby, Ooh. and we're chugging at it. Love, I do. <laughs> I, I certainly do. do. <laughs> uh, go check out Anthem Staff Room and drink Anthem beers because they support us and they're awesome. They're great. They are great people. Thank check you. them out on uh, you know Facebook on those things. They got they got some live music. And, uh, if you want to see some live music when you're drinking your beers, check them out. They got some. They got some good local acts that come through on Fridays. And bring, 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 play some music for you. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. bing. And uh, yep, <laughs> guys, let's talk.
and answer Twitter questions. Twitter questions! Hey, mate. Our first Twitter question comes from at Hey Sloth, who wants us to talk about Mellow to the Heat. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> they could use expiring contracts for free agency next year. Mellow slash Singler for Dion slash Olenek or Dion slash Johnson seems to work with our exemptions, but Trade Machine is down. Plus, it saves us 47 or 39 million respectively next year. What are our thoughts? So I think the only reason that the Heat Thunder trade talks have even really gotten steam is because andrew's been pushing it for the last two weeks i i am sorry like it's the Please most do it, it it's the it is the destination that makes the most sense if yeah. it's if it's with the intention of potentially mellow actually playing with the team he's traded to and except and, and yeah there's no trade clause to play for a team i think he'd go play there and miami fans still think mellow is good yeah, some Miami fans want Melo on that team. So I, sure. I think Melo would actually possibly be good. For I think he would. Be. I think he would be good for in, on a team like he'd be that, like yeah. a phoenix rising from the ashes. He would be. He'd be. I think he would be really good for them. And he I would. think that if the Thunder are looking for depth, that it's a good team to go to because they have a lot of just role players on their team. I mean, they have guys that are kind of like fringe all-star-y guys like Goran Dragic, uh, but, but beyond that, you just have a bunch of guys that would be Dion. like your fifth, sixth, seventh guy on your roster. Dion. Dion. Like Dion. Dion, baby. I so mean, I, the, obviously, I'd welcome Dion back into my heart and soul and right. into my city. Uh, and then beyond that, I think that you probably want James Johnson. Because yeah. uh, now, now that we have New Orleans Noel, which we probably should talk about too uh there's a lot going on it's all going on i don't think you'd want kelly olenic because he's he's not really a power forward and the thunder don't really need a power forward and he's not really he's a stretch five basically right? yeah. yeah and he's good but if the thunder needed a five i think that that would make a ton of sense uh but they don't really need another five now and so i, don't I think wayne need, ellington well he's a free agent man oh sweet go get him now how, then, how has he not been He's up yet. Is he restricted? No. No, he's 30. What the heck? I'll take Wayne Ellen. Well, like, if, if he could fit Wayne Ellen. <laughs> I did Wayne Ellie. If he, if It feels like, Wayne I Ellie. think you and McKelly talked about this yesterday, or on whenever that was, Wednesday. Uh, Seems is, like a lifetime ago. It does, it does. Mm. He's too big for the mid-level, right? Mm. What do you mean? Like his contract. I have no he, idea. You think he could uh-huh. get more than that? Well, I have no clue who's going to, like, no one else has cap space. Yeah, but, I mean, a lot of the tax-paying teams have that mid-level exception. They could still, like, the Rockets. Bing. Haven't used their, unless they used some Michael Carter-Williams. <laughs> Bing bong. I don't think, well, I don't know. I don't know what they, I don't I know don't what know they know did. The <laughs> I don't you think, think they that did. they shot, they not you have. think that the Rockets watched Sean Livingston dominate them and play well against the Cavs? Don't thought, try to do this. Hey, Bing. Well, there's a tall point guard. That's out there. Let's get him. Bing. Oh, you think man. this Daryl Morey's thought process? I don't Bing. know what his thought process is. I mean, you look at every stat that's out there, <laughs> and it just says MC Dub is not any good. No, and he bang, doesn't bang. fit. Like he can't shoot. But full disclosure, the Thunder tried to get him last year. I know. Year. Oh, Bing, Bing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. I'm being a high man. So, don't. yeah, the Heat are the most. <laughs> I mean, the Heat are the ones that. 
I mean, Andrew has been advocating for that for a while. I just think it's it's a place that I think Melo could rehab his career. Yep. And I think that you could bring Dion back. And it's James got the market Johnson. that he would want to go to. And he plays yeah. with Dwayne Wade, which he's a good friend of. Like, you could bring Dion back. We talked about Tyler Johnson. We talked about... Uh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the, the extent of who Guys, they would probably be willing to move on. I think that who wants to play with Melo? Who's a great friend of Melo? LeBron. Yeah, I think that's the other option is that you would trade LeBron to a team that would buy him out and then he would go play. Trade Melo, not LeBron. LeBron, trade LeBron. Hey, the Lakers are going to trade LeBron after they sign him to a contract. After they sign JaVale and he's going to get bought out. Rondo. (laughs) They probably got their team in place. Uh, But also, there's also a part of me that thinks, do they really need another shooting guard? Not to dismiss Dion entirely, but... I just wonder what Terrence Ferguson is going to be this next year. And do you really, like you maybe just take the savings at the end of the year. I mean, that is definitely a thing. And Melo could still be on this team. Like that, that's still a possibility. I don't think it will happen, but it's still a possibility that he stays and he might even buy into the role that you want him to. He'll probably still start, but if he plays 20 to 25 minutes a game instead of 32, and if he is played primarily with the bench, then I think that that's a really good role for him. I don't know if any of that is possible. There's a lot of ifs there. It takes a ton of ifs to get to that point, but it's possible. Uh, and I also just don't know like how good are Terrence Ferguson and Alex Abrinas going to be this year. And if Ferguson shows something, they play at 430 today uh, at the Vegas Summer League. If Terrence Ferguson's like showing a ton of stuff, in Vegas, I, I just wonder if they will pump the brakes on anything like that and just try to maybe go for the Kent Bazemore trade instead. Like a, let's just get one wing that'll save us more money. You bring in Kent Bazemore. He's kind of a 2-3. He can play both positions um, and go that route. And the Hawks buy Melo out. Oh, yeah. I mean, and then Melo goes to L.A. So here's the thing about... Number one is what a perfect addition to that growingly, growing, awkward <laughs> roster. Growing, uh, growingly, growingly, ever increasing to the Lakers. More awkward, yeah. Like, well, this. it's and it also like he's going to sign a low money, <laughs> a low money deal <laughs> with the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, and yes, it's it's a good value. If you get Mello, if we had Mello at five million, like that's a tremendous value. Sure. Uh, when you have him at 27, it's obviously negative value. So it's a, it'd be a great deal for LA. Like they'd be very happy about that. You also have like, he still brings star power. Whether or not you believe he in would it be anymore, perfect for the Lakers, he man. still brings it. He still brings that. And how many times have you seen Carmelo photoshopped into a Lakers jersey in your time on the internet? So many, so times. Many. so many times. Like let's so, just make it a reality. Let's does he? It. So here's what's funny about that to me. What's his role for the Lakers? Can he start for LA? There ain't no role on Lakers this year for anybody. Man, do you think he? Do you think <laughs> he's know. on the Lakers? Yeah. Do you think he comes off the bench? I don't think he does. I think he starts next to LeBron. We play the trap. Yeah. Hey, P. They said I gotta come off the bench. Well, me. <laughs> I'm just really sad that if he does leave, Eric Horn won't get another chance to ask him a question that'll lead to just a tremendous quote. Because uh, Eric Horn started that, that led to all of that, and it was awesome. And then he asked him again at exit interviews, and 
it was it led to all of like the pissed off mellow and it was awesome like shout out to aircorn aircorn did a great job this year and did a great job getting some great quotes out of mellow like really shout out to him i think he did shouts. a tremendous job yeah. shouts shouts uh let it all out uh, okay so next twitter question no, go to the next Twitter question in a minute, but okay. Hamadou Diallo trade can... Go uh, short 11 o'clock. Yeah. So at noon Eastern time... Yep. So he's going to play. It can be done, and he could play. I think that, from what I understand, he is in Vegas. Diallo's in Vegas. <laughs> and he could, the table. he could be signed this afternoon and then be on the summer league roster which would be great Ooh, that'd be I, he, fun. he's intriguing i think there's a lot of uh, guys on the summer league team that are intriguing and he also mm. has a very cool name hamadou, hamadou it's, ha- it's ham it's ham it's ham it's ham it's ham it's ham let's pause on twitter questions just for a second because i don't think there are any that get to nerland's noel so let's yeah, talk the next uh, ones gets to nerland's oh my fault go ahead go ahead kind of it comes from at, <laughs> that's from at Ben underscore Burke 10 who wants to know what's the best place in OKC for Nerlens to get a hot dog. Oh, okay. Ooh, I don't, question. what is, what is, I don't get it. What is the thing with Nerlens and hot Nerlens dogs? Noel went at halftime to the media <laughs> dining and got a hot dog during a game. Cause he was mad. Cause you know, he was like, yeah, he was, yeah, I know. He's he a, a bad boy and he was hung, on the mat. No, he was just hungry. He's hungry. Hey, I get that. In. I know. I get that. Hey, yeah. Hot dogs are a lot like Snickers. No wrong way to eat them. What does that mean? No wrong way to eat a Snickers. What do you mean? That's you don't eat a Snickers from the side. There's no wrong way to eat it. Isn't that you don't eat thing? a hot dog. No, that's from... not their thing. No wrong way to eat Reese's. They're like Reese's. No wrong way to eat it. <laughs> yeah, because Snickers is. Uh, you are such... I know. Hungry? Hungry? Question mark. Why wait? Hey. Question mark. Well, don't wait. Get a hot dog. Yeah. Why wait? Eat don't. a hot dog. Okay. I don't best know place where to... to get a hot dog. I, I mean, I, here's the best place to get a hot dog. Wrapped the, in the gro- no, 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 no. Wrapped in fried bread and anchor down. Sam's. Okay, okay. That's where you get two hundred hot dogs. No, 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 no. no, 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 no I've no, taken no. you. We met for lunch. Oh, at they are you good. Son of a. They're like ninety nine cents. Yeah, and you get a Coke. Yeah, yeah, they are good hot dog a dollar combo at Sam's. Uh, get the dollar forty nine hot dog combo at Sam's, and the hot dogs are good. They're, they're big old they're Nathan's big. hot dogs. Yeah, Woo! They're big. They've big actually changed. They're not Nathan's anymore. They're, what? They're members mark, and they're. Better. Oh, I gotta go. Looks like Jay is going to Sam's for lunch. So I went to um, a graduation party. Toby Rollins, kids. Shout out to Toby Rollins. Shout out. On the pod. Uh, And he had amazing hot dogs at this party. And I was like, Toby, you gotta tell me, where did you find these hot dogs? Sam's. Really? Yeah. You you don't eat, like, this is, it's like a double dog in one dog. Are you friends with Toby Rollins? Yeah. What? Double dog. It's the voice dog. of the Sooners, man. It's the voice. Yeah. Come Where's on. Boomer Sooner. Stoops troops. Hey, since he's Salute friend, I'll to say the this. troops. The Salute Stoops troops. To the troops. He's really good. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you listen he's to amazing. his playoff play, but he's really, oh, yeah. really good. He's All right. Moving. Really cute. Shout out Toby Rowland. Also, also uh, the garage has good hot dogs. Do they? I believe. Really? The garage, the garage is, has good hot dogs. I've never had anything bad there. The garage is good. Have you had the sticky finger? No. It's got peanut butter and bacon on it? Yep. I bet it's good. It's so good. Also, Anchor Down has got a great corn dog. Yes, they yes. do. Oh, oh, That's oh, why oh, we oh, didn't oh. mention them hey, for hot dogs. Corn dogs is a different thing. Exactly. I know. I know. I'm just just. Is it? My it son doesn't dogs, like right? hot dogs. Yeah, but loves corn dogs. Have mm. you told him? Hey, 
I, dude, I can't. He had a burned one one time and it ruined hot dogs. <laughs> oh, he had a here's, bur- a, <laughs> uh. here's the thing, though, Jay. Don't you prefer fur? Uh, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> wow. You were like, second. you were half a second from being muted. Wait a second. Don't you prefer fried <laughs> versions of foods than non fried versions of I foods? do not prefer fried versions of hot dogs, though. I'd rather have a hot dog than a corn dog. Than a corn, corn DZ. Yeah. Wow. Is he DZ? You want to Corn dogs are good. Is that unpopular? Though. Over a corn doozle? I, I don't know. I'm just saying. No. A corn dog. Who cares? Yeah. With some mustard on it on a, for lunch is not better. <laughs> There's <laughs> nothing better. One so thing the Thunder better, cannot do it. So the Thunder signed Nerland's Noel. They did. I love to it. To a minimum contract. I love it. Basically, a one year. He's, it's two yeah. years, second year's player option. And what you hope is that the Thunder rehab his career enough it's, to where he actually is either not back next year yeah, or the unthinkable, and I'm not advocating for this, but the potential is that, like, could you, if he's good enough, like, is there at least, I know you mentioned this kind of in passing, and I don't think the Thunder would do this because they yeah. believe so deeply in Steven Adams, but is there a part that that's a way that you could find new space for another additional wing to this team as if you moved on? From Steven Adams. Yeah. I just find it so hard to believe. Oh, I know. I know. I'm not, yeah. I'm not like saying we're, that's... We're, everybody still thinks, and because we haven't seen much of New Orleans Noel, everybody thinks of him as the guy that he was his rookie year in Philadelphia, because we haven't seen much of him since then. And so, if he's that guy, like a more developed that guy, sure. Like, that's a starting center in the NBA. He averaged almost two blocks and two steals, and... He's a defensive monster. He's a lob catcher. He's a great screen setter. Like he has all those skills, but at the same time, he's been inconsistent. He's had drug problems. He eats hot dogs at halftime. He didn't get along with Carlisle. He didn't fit in. He declined his the four year seventy something million dollar contract from them because he thought he would get more. He's like lacks the self awareness, or he maybe lacks a good agent. He has a terrible. Uh, agent. Can you like? Can you imagine? I just have so much trust in Mark Bryant. I. I believe in him too, but we've also had Mitch McGarry as a part of the Thunder franchise. For sure, sure. And so it just depends on the guy. Is he willing to come in and work? And, you know, Mitch McGarry hadn't been really knocked on his butt yet. You know, this is Nerlens Noel's third team. And he had to swallow his pride and take a veteran's minimum deal to come to the Thunder. That shows me something. Because he could have, I'm sure maybe another team would have paid more. Maybe the Kings would have paid more for him or something like that. But I think he was making... They wanted a few more bigs. Yeah, they, they always do. He's making, he's, a, he's, making, he's making a career move. Yeah, he's he's Dion. He's Hashim Zabit. He is... He's one of, kind of... I mean, Ennis didn't choose Ennis, to come yeah, to he's, Thunder, but Ennis well, was he's, kind of a reclamation project in Oklahoma City. Yeah, he's, he's all of that. And if he can be... Like, the Thunder defense could be crazy this year. If they deal mellow and you have Nerlens backing up, because that was one of the problems in the playoffs, is that when Steven Adams came off the floor, you didn't have another big against Utah to play. Yep. And, and they're one of the two or three teams that you need bigs. But, the, but those are still teams you have to go through in the West. Right, and that's why it was a bad matchup. For yep. the, mm-hmm. for yeah, the I mean, watching favors kill, kill the Thunder. Yeah. And, and was it game two? I mean, you just you knew like that was a team you could have at least for stretches gone with two bigs. Yeah, yeah, because they did. Yep, yep. And, and to have Nerlens and Adams on the floor together would be nightmarish. Now they would have no space, but yeah, I don't. They'd be a I, lot of fun. Yeah, that Nerlens pick is the one. Uh, not pick, but 
that Nerland signing is a one that if Golden State made this summer, we'd be like, oh my God, that's going to work out for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so I love that the Thunder, I love when they do things like this, that uh, these signings that we think they don't make and that when other teams do, fans and people on Twitter are like, how come Sam never does something like this? Like, what's the risk in it? And there really is not that much of a risk with this Nerlens thing, right? No, if it's it a doesn't deal. work out, you then cut him. He just sits on the bench. Yeah. Or you cut him. Yeah. I love it. And if it works out, then you have a top prospect working out. Yeah. I, he has a ton of potential still. Yep. Uh, I think Super athletic. It, it also tells me that they do have interest in moving on from Mello. Like, it's like the first roster move. They're loading up the front court. Because obviously, obviously they have interest in moving him. I mean, that's obvious to everybody but i think that this is the first roster move that shows okay this yeah. here's how this puzzle fits together if new Orleans can play and it's still that should be a question in everybody's mind still can he play for this team i think he will but i still think that in the back of your mind you need to be thinking can new Orleans noel actually be the backup center on this team or is he going to be a problem off the court or in the locker room or whatever enough to where he wouldn't that's a possibility that you can't just dismiss. Yeah, but either way, like I even think with the Grant signing, and obviously it seems like him, he's going to take a more primary position um, on this team going forward, either as the starting power forward or as the guy yeah. who plays the most minutes out of him or Patterson. Uh, which For it sure. feels like Patterson could be moved, by the way. I don't know why I have this like weird... And I don't want... The, I, I love having Patterson on this team. I think having more basketball high IQ guys is important for this team but whatever yeah. and that's not coming from anything i don't know anything yeah. i'm just like it Me feels pat- like he may be an odd man out at feel it point. in your bones i feel it in my fingers i mean patterson I your- patterson could be moved or he could be the starting power forward for the team right yeah and then you know so he and he plays 20 minutes and grant fills in the rest you know and yeah. closes with the team and, and i could absolutely see that mm-hmm. anyway so but I, I think it's just setting up to where Mello just doesn't have a place on this team bing that's what we hope but it's still possible that at the end of the day they can't find the suitable partner and they don't want to give up noel takes dakari's spot and they have the same rotation like that's also a possibility we just don't know i'm shocked doesn't it make you so nervous now like i feel like Mello gave it a year and then right at the end of the year he's like all right i gave it a year now i'm done doing that yeah i mean that's exactly how it felt so yeah. now I'm now I'm afraid he's going to come back this year and not even try like he did last year. But it doesn't feel like Melo wants in. to like. There at least I would assume be some sort of mutual interest of moving on. If it really are, seems if like things it. are bad like that, where he's doesn't even try, he's feeling left. But he also like we've talked about it. He wasn't at the party. He wasn't. He's not done playing basketball. No, no, no. But I think there's a place where he's recognizing like, hey, my fit for the Thunder. And yeah. Thunder recognizing his fit here. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Well, the Thunder have been very clear and honest with him. Like, these are the things we want you to do. We want you to shoot corner threes. And we want you to commit to the defensive end. And he's saying, no. He's saying, thanks, but no, thank you. No, thank yeah. you. And he just still, and he also still wants to be the one of the main guys yeah. on the team. And that's not going to happen here. He's, at, at best, the fourth and, go-to. And maybe part of the hope is that Maybe he looks around and sees, I can't be that for anybody. I there's there's no way he thinks that. Yeah. That's, I mean, he has to have people around, not him himself, but maybe the people around him. Uh, guess what? 
No, he does not have to have that. When you are as rich as he is, you, the people that are say, "Hey, you can't, maybe you don't do this," or people that don't like aren't yes men, you can knock them out of your life. Yeah, so I, I, I get that. I'm just saying, this. like with his agent, who, what team can I go to and start is probably a question that he has, right? And that list may be four teams. Orlando, yeah. baby. <laughs> There's not many. There you go. There's he not start over Aaron Gordon. He should. Oh yes, I think he would start in Miami. <laughs> I think he would start for the Lakers. That's why. That's why I think it's a sincere possibility that he has moved in their places. He would like because to of to. those two reasons. Mm-hmm. And if he hears those two from his people, then he's like, okay, well, let's go. Yep. If he gets bought, okay. Think of this. Maybe this is the line for Melo. He gets bought out. Golden State sign him. Does he still make them start him? He this would. isn't going to happen. But I'm saying, like, yeah, where's the say, line? Golden for State's Mello? not going to take him. It's Golden. I know, but is Golden State the line for Melo? Does he come off the bench for Golden State? Wow. That'd I mean, such, this is a question be, about Mellow, not be, about actually basketball. That'd be such a slap in the face. Be such a sloop in the foos. Sloop in the foos. He'd have nice. to. I mean, I don't, I don't want to well, talk about it. He'd have to, right? I have no interest in talking about that. He'd so come big. off the bench. He would be so bad for them. Hey, Penis <gasps> that he'd come off the bench. Press it. Next Twitter question. Press, press the thing. Well, me? Okay. Our next Twitter question comes from at Rye Hendrickson, who wants to know, should Presti and the Thunder attempt to trade for Kawhi? Uh, I mean, yeah, certainly they should. Uh, I, I don't think that the Thunder have the pieces to get him, though. Do you think they've at least called? <laughs> well, I yes. just thought about uh, what if they traded Paul George for Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> Oklahoma! Oklahoma! Yeah. I'm here to stay! I'm here to stay. Yeah. I'm here for to one stay. Week. Absolutely. Here to stay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so you're talking Steven. You're talking Terrence. You're talking Abrinus. Hami. I know. I don't like that. Future picks. Don't like what? I don't like that idea of trading those guys. God, for him. But if you got a healthy Kawhi. Yeah, but guess what? And one that wanted to be here. Yeah, yeah but guess what George they thought they had wow. last year? A healthy Kawhi. And guess what? He said, I'm not healthy. And that's something, the way he was doing his stuff last year. It's like, this is not a guy that that's I want on it's my really team. It's really complicated. It's really complicated. And it's hard to be, like, Spurs, you have to be a Spursman. Yeah. To, to play with that franchise they're not easy to play with like you have to put team above self and in a in a yeah, but he did nba that that's every, moving further and further away from that and every single year except for last year and then he was just like oh, i'm hurt all year yeah and there was stuff that was handled on both sides of it that well a lot of it is pretty sketchy his but. uncle and the way that he's handled things and he's got different voices in his ear at this point in his life and he decided he wanted to take his career and put it in his own hands. And you know who that sounds like? Kevin Durant. Yeah. Guess what? I don't think we should do that. It no, I a don't bunch think of, there's, there is no, the thunder do not have the pieces. No, that, that I mean, they, want. they want Ingram, Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma and, and multiple firsts, and four first round picks is what they're asking. Is that the rumor? For. Yeah. Or the word? Yeah, no nope. Thunder don't have that. Any of those things. And they don't yeah, I mean they can they can't give you that many first round picks. One. Two, you know, the Thunder's assets like Ferguson's not on the level of any of those guys. No. And maybe Josh Hart. Maybe he's on the Josh Hart level. Uh and then Steven is great and I love him, but he'll never be your go to guy like Ingram could be. 
And so it, the the package that they're asking for is like not even close. But also, we didn't think that the Thunder had the assets to get what? Nothing. We didn't think the Thunder had the assets to get Paul George either. Yeah. Because at the time, we were like, yeah, they're not going to take all the Depot and Sabonis for Paul George. We just didn't think that that would happen. And it did. So I'm not saying that it's impossible, but it just doesn't seem likely. <laughs> so I don't know what Taylor's just trying to people, tell you. Well, no, it's just people. It's the free agent summer, and it's starting to get to where like trade stuff. It's so is just, fun. Like somebody just said that the three latest follows of Dame Lillard are three Suns players. Okay, Damian Lillard just followed yesterday. Devin Booker, Marquise Chris, and Mikhail Bridges. That, Michael wow. Bridges. that is my favorite part of NBA summer. Yes, it's like, fun. That. Who would they trade for Dame? I don't Josh, know. Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson. And? DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, like, all, no. They're, they're, no. I have no idea. Uh, Dame has been super weird. Dame has been Twitter. weird, man. The Damian Lakers Lillard, won. When when it was like, would you be a happy camper? And he'd be like, that'd be kind of awesome. I'm generally happy camper. Like, if you're the Blazers and you look camper. around the West and you look where you're at, you got swept in the first round, and you yeah. think, oh sheesh, oh sheesh. Well, they've done a oh, sheesh. they have done a who boy bad job. No, the this, issue the issue with the Blazers, man, is they were a team that got duped by 2016. Totally, duped. Evan Turner. I mean, is hey, that the, is that Alan the same Crab. year that they signed? Uh, Alan Crabb, and then they signed mine like forty. So twelve. They signed Alan Crabb to nineteen a year. Yeah, he's making a ton of money. And he's but the, between the three bad. of those guys, they're like over fifty million dollars, and three yeah. really bad. Now they got rid of Alan Crabb, which you'd have to them. say, "Hey Lakers, you got to take back Myers Leonard, and we'll yeah. take and we'll maybe take." I guess no, because they would have no. The they would not take the. They, they, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you could get rid yeah. of two contracts that are yeah. just gigantic, that's what I'm talking about—the expiring deals. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's this will these will be attractive. The nine million dollars. Let's all laugh at the Lakers for taking for doing the nine millions for Rondo, but he's tradable. Yeah, it's only one year. They didn't take on. They're not taking it's one year. There's no one money. year for him. One Besides year for Lance. LeBron, one year for there's McGay. no bad one year contract. Period. They Which is why, traded, like the Thunder, should them. have a little more. Like number one, don't worry about everybody else's salary cap takes. Like number two is the fact that you have both singular and so you have roughly thirty-two million dollars in expiring deals for this year. Yeah, between Melo and Singler. Yeah, so, some team will want that. Whether or not the Thunder want to take back those contracts is another question. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to attach an asset to Melo to get rid of him. He his big expiring contract is, is the asset is an asset enough to a lot of teams that want to get in on 2019 it's a big old asset oh hey next twitter Me? question comes from at bangelope who wants to know our favorite candy bar what's your favorite candy snickers. bar snickers is good you Mine's just also messed snickers. up the advertising for snickers i know yeah you i'm sorry right? There's I no wrong them. way to eat a Snickers. Come on, man. Sorry. Who takes They're a bite good. from the side? No one. <laughs> They're good. Eating Snickers like corn on the cob. Uh-huh. It's great. <laughs> I do love Snickers, though. <laughs> Around. Leave the nougat for last. <laughs> it's weird. What's your favorite one, Taylor? Snickers, also. It's good. For real. It's, it's, it's such a classic. It's I don't know. The, if I need candy, I'm going and getting a Snickers. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Andrew? I love Butterfingers. Mmm, mm. butter. That's fingers. my son's favorite. They're good. I does Reese's 
It's not a Peanut bar. Peanut cups are done. It's okay, not a bar. a bar. It's a cup. I would They're probably. Cups. Cup. No, she would, she'd be asking, what's your favorite hey, cup? What's your favorite cup? Candy yeah. candy cup. Candy cup. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so look, we're going to need some clarification on that, number one. And uh, number two, uh, I would pro- if it has to be candy bar. Yeah, it's probably, a bar. Probably Snickers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know which one I used to love, and it kind of grosses me out even right now thinking about it. Almond Al- Joy, a Mars bar. Oh God, I forgot about Almond Joy. I love Almond Joy. A uh, hundred grand Milky Way, Symphony bars. You're Symphony's, you answered this before, dude. Symphony bars. Okay, Symphony. Symphonies are good. They're chocolate. You can like only get them at Walmart, pretty much. But Hershey's huh. make them, and it's Hershey's chocolate. Hershey's with make them. Hershey's, Hershey's make them <laughs> with toffee and rice crisp. And I've had a lot so, of coffee this morning. I'm about to make some Hershey's. <laughs> Hershey's Gorgies. <laughs> the other. <laughs> uh, I used to love zero bars. You're uh, at a zero bar. What's wrong with you? Oh. Why is it well, I do like the Hershey's cookies and cream bar, though. Oh, yeah, those are good. Oh, those are good. Yeah. Those are real good. Would you go dark chocolate Snickers? Sure. Yeah. I'm, I don't. I love dark chocolate. Have you had Me the too. peanut butter Snickers? Those yeah. are good. I haven't, but Pretty I will good. right now. The peanut butter is not that good in the peanut butter Snickers. They it's can a, improve the peanut butter. It's it's a flavor. It's a mix. They got to improve. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It's a mix. <laughs> If they're gonna, they just. Right. I don't feel like it's, they're doing it's, it right. It's, it's just mixed. All right, next question. Okay, Bill Cosby. Last question. We gotta <laughs> gotta get this wrapped up. Okay, it <laughs> comes from at JT Blount too. Am I crazy to think that Blunt. Anthony Davis is going to come play on. with Russ and Paul George? Not necessarily now, but sometime in the future. Is I he think, crazy? Why do you think that? Is he crazy? I think you're crazy for why, no, why do you think that? It's not crazy because they've talked about how Russell and AD are close. What's hard is, so, and I'll be looking this up. What are, Do you know the details of Davis's contract? Like how much further he has? I think he's got two years left. Yeah, this I'm year, f- next year. So it would have to be them clearing space. I mean, unless they could trade, but once again, we talked through it. Unless Ferguson explodes over the next two years. Yeah, which is possible. Possible. Um, if Ferguson goes crazy and it's like, this is a starting two guard in the NBA, and then like you have a starting center in Steven Adams, you're like, uh, you know what? Like That's not pretty good. That's <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty good. And also, and also it's like, a spicy meatball. Don't forget about Jeremy Grant getting better, too. Yep. Yeah, and so what so you look at those, is if you can get a couple guys that are good, and you and Davis says, "I want to be traded, and I want to go play for Oklahoma City." So make a deal happen. Yeah, I think that there is. I mean, yeah, it's not impossible, but again, you have the Celtics waiting on him. Yep, you even have the Warriors who would want him. He's got two years left. Yeah, and player option in the third that he's going yeah, the to the Sixers decline. that have a ton of assets. Two that would want him. You have the Lakers as a destination as well. If they don't spend their assets on somebody else, <laughs> well, bless, bless you. you. Oh, bless me. But uh, again, all those teams had the same assets in place, right? Yeah. The most sense to me is most Thank definitely uh, Boston. Don't yeah, I mean, but we've said Boston for everybody, right? Yeah. We've said Boston for Paul George and Jimmy Butler and all these other players. But, but eventually, they're holding all of these cards for something. Yeah, but at that point, are you going to be willing to spend 
like, do you want to trade Jason Tatum at that point? No. Do you want to trade Jalen Brown at that point? Like, I don't know. That's just the, at the it's valid. I don't know. I just don't know. And do, would they trade take Gordon Hayward back? Gorgman. For, him, I have no idea because we don't really even know what the Gorgie looks like. Gosh, man, the Celtics have such an easy A road now. Yeah, here's a, here's an interesting finals. trade that Fred Katz and I can't stop texting about: Stephen Adams for Al Horford. That makes the Thunder like immediately better. You think it's a long term play for the Celtics who have more of a long term roster than the so you like Al Horford more than Stephen Adams? Yeah, wow. Man. Is there any question? Is anybody else? I mean, we've got one person. I, Thinking oh. about it. He's a great screen setter. He's a great defender. He can shoot it from all over the place. He can shoot it from all over the place. He's a better distributor. <sighs> okay, do it. He Sorry, took Steve. Joel Embiid. He, You're out of here. Remember when he drove past Joel Embiid to win the game? Remember when he shut Joel Embiid down and he killed him? Yeah, much I mean, smaller than Joel Embiid. Yeah, it's, it's, I, it's a I can, play for today. I can it's with all that. I now. just don't know... Like Adams plays a role on the team. That's like Horford's role is far more center, like far more at the center of the Celtics than Adams is for the Thunder. And so it's I, I probably I know I'll be in the minority of people who don't don't think the drop is that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. What would Horford be asked to do differently? Because he was, the, I mean, especially in the playoffs against the Sixers, he was the centerpiece of their. Team, uh, the like whole Tatum offense ran through him and Horford. Like, and the offense ran through Horford. The offense does not even come close to running through Adams. Two words for you. What are they? Billy Donovan. Oh, he was a Billy Donovan <laughs> player. He loves it. Corey Brewer it resign. Change. Hook him up. You can think it, it's not going to change. Like Russell Westbrook, Bing is not Terry Rozier. He's not Jason Tatum. Like Bum. Terry Rozier took a ton of shots. It's like puppets. He bing, did, bing, bing. but but most of his shots aren't dribble up the court. No passes. They're not shooting. No, Rozier. I mean, Rozier play. I mean, he's a perfect fit for that bing, Boston squad. Bing. I just don't toilet. I'm bang. I know I'm crazy. Horford, think I'm crazy. Horford does all the little things too, though. He does. I think the thing with Horford that people get mad at him about is they want him to act like the superstar sometimes, <laughs> and he likes to be a super role player. Yeah, he's, he's like, more comfortable he's like being the, the perfect super third role guy on a championship team, in yeah. my opinion. People, I think that I think that he would push the Thunder closer to contender status today Steve, than Steve Adams. Oh, does. man, I agree. Steve Adams is great, though. All right, let's Steve Adams is great. He's Steve great. Is, he's pretty great. He's pretty great. But spreading, if you can Bing. spread the floor for those guys, for Russ and Paul, Horford's perfect for that. I don't know. Man. I don't know. We've, okay, we've hey. already called the league office. And now we got Fred New Orleans. And I, yeah. And you have New Orleans to come oh, off the bench and kind oh, of play man. that same role as Steven. Just saying, just saying. It's interesting. Why would the Celtics do it? It's just a long-term play because they're just like to kick the can down the road. They could get to the finals now and still do every it year for the next three it, it years. It just matches. It matches timelines, right? Yeah. Horford fits Russ and, Russ and PG's timeline better. Yeah. Than that's the point. That's the point yeah, of that's it. The general point of it. I mm. just uh, not that I'm looking to trade Stephen, but that. Wait till Steven starts there, shooting threes this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know how Jay... Listen, you just challenged Jay personally, basically. No, I did. You're right. You're I right. just think right. Steven is massively undervalued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
hey. I, I I love Stephen Adams. I'm not saying I'm not trying to trade Stephen Adams, but if you are, there's like very few players sure. that you would trade him for. I, dude, I it think makes Horford, total sense. I think Horford is would have been ideal is if they got both of those guys on the same team. <laughs> Which yeah. could have been yeah, it'd thing. be really cool to have both. Oh no! Swallow my microphone. Hey guys, you know what we need to talk about? Oklahoma Shirt Company. You know why? They're great. If you you find a sham Presti shirt from us, guess what? Sham? You are about to have an Oklahoma Shirt Company shirt in your life. If you have a Paul George shirt, you've already got one in your life. And guess what? They're great. Quality, <laughs> great. Working with them, great. They make great shirts. And Andrew's wearing one on his body right now. Andrew, how does it feel? Good. Oh, it feels good. Jay, you also got one on your body. How does it feel on your body? So good. Oh, man. From good to great. They feel good and great on your body. And you can have them. They can design whatever you want. Say, I want this. And guess what? They design it. Get it back to you. And guess what? They print it. They print as many as you want to buy or other people want to buy. And then it's great. They... Someone great. please, someone please count the amount of times we said great. Top great. to top to bottom, soup to nuts. Great company. What? Also, if you're in Texas, Missouri, Arkansas, Kansas, that's <laughs> a phrase. Oklahoma, they have shirt of the month club, which is every month. You every month, shirt, shirt designed specifically for your state. But what if you hate Oklahoma but you love Texas or Missouri? I, you can I get a shirt in those flavors. Ooh, they also have those shirts in the month clubs. Yep. What so, if you just love states? Period. You can buy it. You can get. You can subscribe to a lot. Yep. You can't. You know, just because you subscribe to Oklahoma shirt of the month club, doesn't mean you can't do yep. Texas shirt of the month club. Yep. Also, say you, you travel for work. Perfect. Perfect. You need a lot of shirts for your states. Perfect. They uh, also have great pricing for um, nonprofits, churches. If you work at a church or nonprofit. Holler at them. They have great prices specifically for you. They love to take care of you. And uh, OklahomaShirtCompany.com. They are our people. Support the people that support us. Sign up. Do it. Sign up. Sign your butts up now. Sign up your butts. Just a reminder before you ask the last question, we're going to take Sam Presti shirt orders for three more days. This is the last day, so get it in right now. Sunday at midnight. Then it's done. We're going to order on Monday. We'll get them, try to get them out and shipped by the end of next week. We're going to take a, we're going to ship them. Big ship. I just shipped my bed. Myth, 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 and peeved. Hey, you guys miffed and are you guys peeved? Andrew, you miffed and peeved, man? Yeah, uh, Taylor. Sorry. Uh, mostly miffed and Taylor. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Are you miffed and peeved? <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you want me to wait for? Muted, Andrew. You just got muted, son. Uh, actually, I didn't. You just muted Jay. Um, cool move. But uh, so last night, See, yesterday, I took my son to the library and we uh, checked out some books. One of them was an Arthur book. Oh, I saw you tweet this. And we sit down to read the book. And it's about um, Francine, a character in Arthur, trying to form a band. And also the whole time she talks about not wanting to sell out. And it's pretty terrible. But the Backstreet Boys are in this book. And there was a TV television special on PBS of Arthur and the Backstreet Boys. 
The, you know what the grossest? Because you posted a picture on your Twitter for us. Yeah. You know what the grossest part about it is? Because they're not like appearing as the Backstreet Boys. They're appearing as Backstreet Boys that have been Arthurized. Yes, they are. Yes, and seeing they are now Ardvarks. And seeing Ard Arthur type Ardvarks with facial hair is yeah. is is upsetting at a level I wasn't prepared well, there, for. There are a few characters that do have facial hair on the, Ugh, on the TV show. It's sick, but it, but it's sick. It's it's weird. And they teach Francine that it's okay to sell out at the end. <laughs> it's pretty... so weird that like this is something that children <laughs> yeah. need to know is about selling out. Yeah, like, huh? The whole time she's super mad about. She... So they start this band called You Stink. Yeah, uh, obviously a, a shout to NSYNC. Okay, um, and the whole time she she gets mad because they get famous really fast. Yeah, and then she quits the band because they have sold out. Huh. And then by the end of it, she What did they do to sell out? Like did they They went did, on TV. They went on but are they selling something? I don't know. They tried to explain it to Francine, but she is she is you cannot reach her. It's this. very strange. I like if you're starting a band, especially is it a boy band type band? No, it's like a rock band. But also the librarian's in it. In the band. What? The librarian, the old lady librarian, she plays the keys. <laughs> So, but if you're starting a band, why are you starting a band to get famous? No, it's all about the music to Francine. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. Only all, only so sellouts. Do it, to get it doesn't famous. make so she France in in this fictional fictional world that Francine exists. Yeah. She wants to play music that no one listens to. She, that no one wants to listen. She to. was upset having to sign autographs. Oh my god! <laughs> this is so dumb. You're d- d- throw what the a, book away. What a weird book to but write. here's and then here's what happens one of the backstreet boys nick in fact gets stuck in an elevator and the backstreet boys cannot perform so you stink performs in place of the backstreet boys and francine decides that it's okay now for her to go play and they do because he's stuck in an elevator because one of them if you still have four backstreet boys but then the backstreet boys join you stink on stage this doesn't make any <laughs> any sense and then you stink breaks up after the concert why because the others are too nervous to be in front of crowds consistently this is these are people that should not have started a band this is so frustrating <laughs> and, are, and <laughs> they're prepared, arthur, these people are not prepared for fame yeah arthur and buster tried to start a band but they actually did stink they stunk yeah they were terrible francine tried to go join them as a band but then it just did not work out man there's a lot of ego involved i'm sure with a, yeah. yeah 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 this is frustrating I know. That's why it's my mission peeve. What did you say your t- to your kids? Like, hey, that was a terrible book. I just actually, my wife and I just started singing Backstreet Boys songs to them really? during the entire thing. <laughs> but they do they know who Backstreet Boys are? No, of so course they're, not. They're just like, oh my gosh, oh my my mother and father are great musicians. They've created <laughs> these songs that are beautiful. Yeah. Well, Amy's like walking around, like listening to me read to them. She's like, what is? Are you saying Backstreet Boys? Are you reading Arthur right now? And I was like, everybody. Uh, and it was just, <laughs> the book miffed me off, but we actually had a great time. <laughs> Backstreet Boys, that song specifically is great to it's karaoke. Great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because you kind of have a call and answer section. Where it's like, yeah. Am I sexual? Yeah. yeah. Am I everything you need? You better rock your body now. It's great. It's great. Such a great karaoke song. 
What's your favorite Backstreet Boys song? <laughs> oh, come on, man. I want it that way. Yeah, that's a good one. Every time, it, no matter what song you would have sang, said, I would have had to think, oh, is that in sync? But no. you know, I would never go. Don't ever uh, me. Well, was, yeah, so here's the deal about Backstreet Boys. That was my, I mean, that was like, so I want it that way junior and senior year. Oh, really? So it wasn't like nobody actually liked it, but uh-huh. everybody liked it, if that makes sense. Like yeah. you wouldn't oh, admit yeah. that you love the song, but we would sing it all the time. They're catchy. Uh, yeah. Andrew. Are you Mifton Peed, man? No, this is a good story about Andrew that everyone needs to know. Yeah. There was a kid in middle school that thought Andrew looked like Nick Lachey. Yeah. And so every time he'd see him he, in the hallways, he'd go, <laughs> 98 degrees. Yo, what up, 98 degrees? Every time. <laughs> and if you see a picture of young Andrew, it's the hair, I think, that did a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Young Nick Lachey. What's up, 98 degrees? 98 degrees. And it's oh, hilarious. That's a pretty cool nickname. It was cool. I admit, or I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you did. You're awesome. like, oh, I look like Jessica Simpson's husband. I look great. Like he thinks I'm a hot boy. All tons of confidence. <laughs> yeah, this, this other boy kid. I gotta come off the fence. <laughs>